We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, everybody. I'm Steve Alexander, Dr. A. This is the world-famous, award-winning Roto-Wire Fantasy Basketball Podcast. The OGs. I'm Doc. He's Rick. Uh, let's do this thing. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year and Happy Holidays to everybody. It is Rick Kamla and Steve Alexander here for the Roto-Wire Fantasy Basketball Podcast. And we are excited uh you know, obviously, we, we've got a new year to look forward to. Uh, we've got, uh, for me, a concert to look forward to. Doc, I don't know what you're doing on New Year's Eve, but, you know, how how is Christmas for you? I saw that you got the, uh, uh, the the golf video game. I know you're psyched about that. I know you're vibing right now, dude. How are you? Well, I'll tell you what, Rick. I took uh, I took yesterday off. Yesterday was my birthday. Uh, I set a fan to a lineup, wrote some stuff, and then just packed it in. I didn't watch any hoops last night. I did catch up on all of it today, and it looks like I didn't miss a whole lot. It was a dud, it was a dud night in the NBA. So I'm, I'm kind of glad I took the night off. And and I was out celebrating my birthday and playing Golden Tee in the bar with my boys, Golden Tee Golf. And then we get home from dinner, and I walk into my family room, and there's a Golden Tee machine sitting in my house uh, that I did not know was coming. So... Pretty cool birthday surprise. I may wow. have stayed up, may have stayed up a little bit too late last night playing. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty psyched about it. Uh, the, the people that have been watching me for a while know that I'm kind of obsessed with uh, Golden Tee. So pretty cool birthday. Uh, well, hanging out with you and living with you for a minute in Atlanta, I, I knew that you you were uh, big with that game. I like playing Golden Tee as well. Um, although you are uh, you're you're a Golden Tee sicko. I'm just a Golden Tee casual. Uh, so happy belated birthday, dude! And shout out to Casey for getting you um, that amazing gift. So let's press on here and talk some uh, reality and some fantasy basketball and some dynasty basketball in a moment here for the people uh, with the OGs on the RotoWire Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Doc, I want to start uh, talking MVP because it was a dud night in the NBA, and I don't feel like complaining about Donovan Mitchell missing three and a half weeks with an illness, okay? I don't don't even want to go down that road. What are you doing? Play basketball, okay? I got it off my chest, okay? I got it off my chest. Um, Doc, who's your MVP right now? And and I want to give you and the people the odds here, and I'll certainly opine. Uh, Joel Embiid right now is plus 225 on DraftKings. Um, Nicole Jokic plus 275. 
Luka Doncic plus 450. Shea Gilgis Alexander plus 550. Giannis Antetokounmpo plus 1200. Tatum is plus 2500. Fox plus 3500. Halley is at plus 4000 with Kevin Durant. Book is at 4500. And Braun is at 7,000, and I stopped counting, but I think I remember Anthony Davis being disparaged at a plus 8,000. Who's your MVP right now, Doc, and who would you bet on? Well, it's a loaded question. It's a tough question. Uh, the six, uh, the Boston Celtics are in first place, right, in the East. To me, I, I think if I'm betting right now and given those numbers, I think I'm going Jason Tatum. Uh to, to climb between now and the end of the year. If Boston keeps winning, if Boston wins the East, um, it's going to be hard to, to not vote for Tatum as MVP. The MVP right now, as far as, as I can tell, just from how he's played this season, it's probably Joel Embiid. That's probably why he's the favorite. Um, if I personally had a vote right now, I think I would vote for my guy, Luca, because he's doing uh, – you know, a sixth place job for the Mavericks with himself and four guys you would pick up off the street, basically. Kyrie has not been there. Um, he's playing with a rookie center that nobody has ever heard of until, uh, you know, well, they've heard of him, but Derek Lively is not a household name. He was not a big fantasy guy. And, and you know, they, they pull uh, Dante Exum, you know, off the off the wire in Europe and he's, he's a huge part of what they're doing. Derek Jones Jr. having a career year because he's playing with Luka. I, I think the fact that the Mavericks are 18 and 13, I kind of thought they'd be 13 and 18 uh, at this point. So I, I feel like Luka is a one-man wrecking crew. He's probably the best player in fantasy if you just look at the counting stats. You're muted. Pardon me. I love that answer because it's completely different from mine. Um, so, well, I shouldn't say completely different because you did give Joel Embiid some love. Um, I would bet on, uh, three and a half or four guys here. Uh, the bets for me are Joel Embiid plus 225. To me, he is the MVP right now. And I'll go into some of the rationales in a minute. Um, Luca at a plus 450, I think is a great bet right now. The way he's playing, you laid it out very, very well. Um, I thought that his odds would be a little bit tighter with Embiid and Jokic when I went to look at it today. And there was a nice separation there. And I think that's a – look, the voters want to vote for him. There's been all this buzz about him winning the award in the media for like three years now. Uh, usually he enters the season at the top of the betting books uh, with the best odds to win, or it's him and Giannis like one and two, and now Jokic, of course. Um, and so there's already been a movement um, which has not been paid off. It's been a tease for Luka. But if he can actually have a substantial uh, uh, you know, MVP resume here – where the Luca lovers can't be like delusional and like, no, he's actually got a case this year. So, um, in the media votes on this, okay, so that is very much in in uh, uh, Luca's favor here. I really like Luca at a plus four fifty again and beat a plus two twenty five, and then uh, SGA at a plus five fifty. I definitely think he's top five in the MVP race right now, but uh, this is the first time he's been in this race. That's usually a problem with the voters. Uh, he, they're going to have to win 60 games. He's going to have to, you know, maintain these averages, maybe take them up a little bit to pass the Lucas and pass the Embiid's and the usual suspects. So that's not a play for me. Giannis at a plus 1,200 is the best value on the entire board right now. 
the best value on the board. Um, we're getting value, I think, a little bit with Embiid, who won it last year, leading the league in scoring. He's going 35, 12, and 6, for the love of God. Um, and, and we, you know, we talked about these guys, but Giannis is right there. And these odds don't speak to him being right there. Giannis gets tons of votes always. Everybody loves him. Everybody understands how great he is and how valuable he is to his team. And I don't really think that the Damian Lillard uh, thing is going to create a drag on the voting. I haven't heard that narrative. Oh, I can't vote for Giannis because he's got Damian Lillard now. I have not heard that. Okay. Um, I, I haven't heard it for any of these guys, you know, sort of that who he's playing with thing. Um, when you get to Booker and Durant, I think they drag at each other a little bit. LeBron and Davis, I think they drag on each other a little bit for the MVP, but not Giannis. So Giannis at a plus 1,200, and then LeBron at a plus 7,000. If you just want to throw 10 bucks, 20 bucks on it and hope, because um, it is a hope bet. But I don't think he's dead in the MVP race. He's in his 21st season. He's going to turn 39 uh, like today or tomorrow. Um, and so the age narrative will be strong. And if he can somehow get the Lakers on a heater to go to the top of the standings. Um, he'll be right back in the MVP race. These odds will go from plus 7,000 to like plus 1,500, okay? So I think now is a really good time to get in on LeBron. Uh, but Embiid's my guy right now, Doc. Just just check this out for a second. These numbers and what's going on with Embiid are, are, are really, really fun. Again, 35, 12, and 6. I would like you all, hey, stat muse, when's the last time a center did that? Okay, I'd like to see that. Jokic hasn't done that. Uh, I believe it's Wilt. Okay, it's always Wilt. But Embiid is 35, 12, and 6 with two blocks, Doc, 1.2 steals, 54, 35, 89 splits. And check this out, man. This is probably the coolest Embiid stat of all. And by the way, Philly's 21 and 9, third in the East, hanging in there nicely. Um, Joel Embiid has more points, 874. Then minutes played 854 this season. The only guy to do that is Wilt back in his famous 61-62 season. Doc, as I look at it right now, Joel Embiid's got a clear lead over the rest of the pack. And they're going to have to go get him, and I'm not sure they're going to be able to. Yeah, I mean, that's why the odds are are the way they are. I mean, if you, if you bet on Embiid, the payout's not going to be that huge because everybody thinks he's going to win the MVP. Uh, speaking of Dame Lillard, what a, what a disaster yesterday. You did not see Dame go for 12 and four when he was with Portland. It never happened, but it seems like it happens once a week uh, in Milwaukee. The other thing I find very interesting about these odds is where are your Minnesota Timberwolves? Where's Anthony Edwards? Where's, Where's Cat? I mean, that team's 22 and 7 in first place in the West. No one saw it coming. No one believes it's happening, apparently, because their guys are not even in the running for MVP at this point. But Anthony Edwards' name is going to be there at the end if Minnesota keeps going. Well, it's a, it's a really good question, Doc. And uh, I don't like, I do an MVP top 10 and Ant Man, uh, let me see here. Is he in my top? I think he's like eighth or something like that. Uh, where do I have Ant-Man? I've got him right now at uh, seven, okay? Um, my uh, my MVP top 10 goes Embiid, Giannis, uh, SGA, Luka, Jokic, Tatum in a virtual tie. But I got Jokic at five, Tatum at six. Seven is Edwards. Eight is LeBron. Nine is Halliburton. And 10 is De'Aaron Fox. Um, so Edwards is there. The problem is, Doc, he doesn't have an MVP stat line. Yeah. All of these other guys have an MVP stat line. SGA, Luka, Embiid, um, Giannis, uh, Jokic. 
and, and that's the reason why I've Tatum at six right now or five and a half is because his numbers have come down with Porzingis there. And the numbers are great, okay? Uh, these numbers have won MVPs before, but we're in a very stack crazy era of the NBA. I mean, Embiid's going 30 freaking five points a game, okay? This is Harden stuff, Kobe stuff, Jordan stuff, okay? Um, and Edwards is at 25. So it's a great question, Doc, but that's why. Edwards is going to have to hit a heater and get that scoring average up to 28 or 29, or he doesn't even really have my attention for MVP. The only reason I've got him on here, uh, Doc, is because of the record. And, and to win MVP, you've got to have the balance between the record and the stats, and his is imbalanced right now. He's got the record, but he does not have the stats. Okay. Yeah, I like it. And, you know, don't discount Luca's scoring. He's right there behind Embiid. And and Luca is hitting four triples a game. He hit 12 of 12 free throws the other night. I haven't, I haven't haven't heard people ripping. You know, usually when you hear all the good things Luca does, it's followed up immediately by he can't hit free throws. He's always hurt, and he turns the ball over. But you haven't really heard too much of any of that. What you've heard is, oh, he had 50 points, 15 dimes, six assists, four steals, three blocks, and eight triples on Christmas Day, son. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You you forgot uh, uh, guys like me complaining about all the slapping of his thighs after every, every missed shot and all the complaining to the refs, which is... It's one of the it's one of the worst looks in the NBA, man. You're, you're such a phenomenal player, I, and I get lobbying the refs. LeBron does it all the time, but it's just it's so childish. <laughs> all the whiny faces and the hands out, and it's it's gross. I mean, like I feel like he's been better with it this year, though. He I, has, I, but like it, but he still does it. I mean, but it's just a bad look, man. It's just a bad look. Um. So, and speaking of bad looks, you know who you want to blame uh, for the Dame game last night is uh, Jock Vaughn. No, pardon me. It's not even a Jock Vaughn thing. I, I take it back because I like JB. Uh, it's the Nets medical team because you <laughs> saw what was happening last night. Uh, they shelled all of these main dudes, okay? Jalen Wilson, the Kansas kid, had a decent game and all that kind of stuff. So, I, they, they literally forfeited a game. That was a scrimmage or a scrimmage for the Milwaukee Bucks last night, Doc. And so I I, I wouldn't trip on that. Uh, Dame uh, had 30-plus on Christmas. That was uh, – Adrian Griffin was like, yo, uh, uh, we literally tonight can put on a jock strap and tennis shoes and we're going to win this basketball <laughs> game. And so uh, let's do that. Uh, no, they don't wear jock straps anymore. 
Um, dynasty question, Doc, and you go first on this one, man. It is Rick Kamla. It is Steve Alexander. He's Dr. A. I'm the freak. Uh, we're the OGs here um, and, uh, and and so blessed to be on the Rotowire platform here. Um, dynasty question for you, Doc. For the present and the future, who would you rather have as uh, an asset on your team? Jaime Hawkes Jr. or Brandon Pojemski? Ooh. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. I hit you in the store like Draymond Green to Steven Adams, kicking it between the uprights. Ding! You know, I, had, uh, I had Brian from Guster on Tuesday, and I said Jaime Jaquez. He goes, oh, I thought his name was Jamie Jaquez. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, That's good. That's good. Brian's funny like that. And it, it, was, it was pretty good. And then, he, he, of course, he tried to say Pajemski after that, and it was a disaster. So... Um, <laughs> What do you say, Podzemski? Is that what he said? Podzemski. Uh, <laughs> dude, it's a great question. Uh, I, I think just from the eye test, I, I love both those guys. And me too. It took me a minute to come around on Hawkes, um, just because I was worried about Jimmy Butler coming back. I was worried about Tyler Hero coming back. I was worried about the minutes. But man, I, I feel like Coach Spo loves. Jaime Hawkins. And I feel like all the Heat players love Jaime Hawkins. I feel like that dude is the leader of this team right now as a rookie. They need him out there for 30 minutes a night. You know, they need me on that wall. You, that whole thing. Like, they need him out there. <laughs> um, and I think just because the Heat are, are so solid and we know what they do and we – they were, but they were in the finals last year, and this kid is coming along and, and taking such a leadership role so quickly. I'm going to go with Hawkes, but the Warriors are kind of a a, a mess, right? They they kind of are looking for an identity right now. They really don't know what's happening. Pajemski has become a leader on that team. Hustle points, Tommy points, he does it all. I love that kid, but I, I'm going to go with Hawkes. You just hit me with a Tommy Point reference, which I absolutely love. Uh, it's a shout out to the late great Tommy Heinsohn on the Boston Celtics broadcast. Remember, and and I, I remember uh, Doc, uh, the Tommy used to love giving Delonte West a Tommy Point. He would get Tommy points all the time. Delonte, you get a Tommy Point. Remember, uh, Tommy used to say, uh, "I love you, Walter." For Walter McCarty, yeah. Oh, Tommy Heinsohn. Um. Like, literally, like, the best. Uh, remember him crushing the refs? you got to be kidding me. That was the worst call. Get some glasses for this ref, right? Like, in the game broadcast. It was so freaking good, man. Dude, he was the most homer of the homer play-by-play guy, color guys you could ever ask for, but he was he was awesome. Even if you didn't like the Celtics, uh, it, was, it was so fun to listen to him. I mean, he was just like, he just spazzed out. I mean, he just absolutely melted down. It was hilarious, man. Phenomenal. And the league office probably like, oh, my God, Tommy, shut up. You're banging on our refs all the time. They don't like it when broadcasters do that. It's like a total no-no, okay? You don't hear anybody banging on refs like that. Nobody. Tommy Heinsohn. Um, And by the way, Hall of Fame coach, Hall of Fame player. And so he's got that grace. Um, All right, let me answer this question here, Doc, uh, with with a a shout-out to Tommy up above. Um, my answer is Hawkes as well. And it does create a game of tennis in my brain. I'm not like hundred percent Hawkes here. Uh, uh, but I am on Hawkes. My man, Jaime Hawkes Jr. Popped 
for 31 and 10 on Christmas Day. It made 11 of 15 shots, okay? Like, hello, if you hadn't been noticing what I've been doing and listening to Rick Kamla scream my praises all year long because Dr. A just wasn't quite listening. I'm kidding. Um, now is your time to feast and behold the greatest of Jaime Hawkins Jr. Um, on the season, the stat line does not wow you, but the stat line involves a lot of um, bench games and a lot of games early in the year when he was playing 18, 15, right? He's been a 30-minute guy for like a long time now. So this is the season stat line, 14, 4, and 2, 1 steal, 1, 3, 52, 38, 86. That's what's to be excited about right there. The efficiency as a rookie, 52, 38, 86. My man is flirting with 50, 40, 90 as a rook, okay? Um, and here's uh, the big difference for me long-term with Hakez versus Pujemski. Hakez might morph from role player to star level player when Jimmy Butler ages out because Bam's going to be there for a long time. Jimmy's uh, approaching his mid-30s here and he can't play forever. As you mentioned, that he'd absolutely love Jaime Hakez Jr. It's documented, okay? He's already their fourth most important player. Deal with that, okay? Behind, of course, their big three. Fourth most important player as a rookie. Um, By the way, in his second uh, month on the job. Uh, and so I feel like Hawkes has um, that ability to go from role player to star level player. Doc, I feel like Austin Reeves has that ability as well out in L.A. I, I think when LeBron ages out, uh, and hopefully that's a long, long time from now, um, that Austin Reeves is a 25 and 5 guy. And he gives you those lines from time to time, but he's, he doesn't live there, okay, because he's got LeBron there. <clears throat> but I think Reeves will be a 25 and 5 guy, uh, and maybe even more than that when LeBron leaves. But Jemski, is a Kerr guy and, and handpicked by Steve Kerr. And please don't get it twisted and give Mike Dunleavy Jr. all the credit for this, okay? Kerr has the loudest voice in that war room, I promise. Um, and he handpicked Poge. And that's why he's playing him, okay? Uh, uh, you know, uh, over Wiggins, who's coming off the bench. Uh, remember, Clay Thompson had a couple of games where Poge came and took some of his minutes. Look, man, Kerr loves this dude. But, Doc, I wonder if Poge always stays in the role player, glue guy, Draymond, we found a role in a lane for you, and you're not going to deviate from that lane. And we're going to, we're going to, you, you need to be a role player for us, and you're not going to pop as a star level player for us. Um, and so when the Splash Brothers age out, I just fear that they're going to go big game hunting, get a bigger dude in there, and Poge will still be this like gritty, plucky fan favorite glue guy. You know what I'm saying? I, I think uh, Hawkins has more long term upside um, than, than your guy Poge, man. Um, so uh, let's move on here, Doc. Let's talk about um, the Detroit Pistons for a minute. How are you processing 27 straight losses for the Detroit Pistonians? Well, you can go ahead and mark it up as 28, bro. They, they're at Boston tonight. Boston's going to roll out the ghost of Tommy. Uh, Walter, <laughs> Walter McCarthy will be playing. Larry Bird's going to suit up tonight. Uh, Jason Tatum will probably be getting some rest. Jalen Brown's probably going to get some rest. I mean, 27. Now it's going to be 28. It should be. Uh, what are we doing? What What are we doing with Jaden Ivey? What are we doing with us, Sarah Thompson? Why are these kids not getting 35 minutes a night and balling out? Uh, Jalen Durant. Uh, Durant, uh, why am I saying his name wrong? Durant, uh, he needs to be playing 35 on night. He's been hurt. He's back. Uh, why I've been saying this for months. I just sound like an angry old man standing out in the front yard yelling 
at Bohan Bogdanovich. What are you doing messing up my my kids' uh, playground? Like, get him out of there. Let the kids play. If you're going to lose 27 in a row, at least make it fun. Look, Doc, uh, there's so much to chew on right there. I feel your pain uh, with all of it, okay? Um, so me and Antonio Daniels really got to the core of this yesterday on NBA radio. And it came from our conversation, Tom Gore's conversation. He's the governor of the Pistons uh, with media last Friday. Gore said that he wants Troy Weaver, his shot caller, to go get veterans before the trade deadline. I know it makes no sense at all. It's actually crazy, all right? Um, they have veterans on their team right now, but my man wants more, okay? You've got Burks, you've got uh, uh, Joe Harris, you've got Monte Morris, and you've Bagley. got Boyan Bogdanovich. You Bagley. don't need vets. You need to send those vets on to a more prosperous home in the NBA. And you need to, as Doc said, run these young guys until their tongues are hanging out, and then and only then do they come out of the game. Um, so here's the problem, Doc. Tom Gores wants instant gratification with his team. And it's wrong. It's dumb. But that's what he wants. Um, and so he goes and hires Monty Williams, a win-today coach for a win-tomorrow team. That's why the minutes for Killian Hayes and Jaden Ivey um, and, and, and Duran and, and now Stewart are all getting messed with, okay, and, and Osar, because th this is what the owner wants. He wants the coach, the highest-paid coach in NBA history um, at the time of the signing, to win now. And to win now, they all think that they need to play vets. So so it, we've all been banging on Monty Williams. His rotations suck. They're the worst in the NBA. And all of this is true. But the root of it is the owner of the team, okay? If the owner of the team wanted him to play the young guys, I believe Monty would be playing the young guys. If the owner of the team was like, I literally don't care about losses right now. I'm fine with it. Okay, it's growing pains. We just got to do the OKC thing and organically grow this. And they have the OKC thing in place, Doc. Kate is your one. Jaden is your two. Osar is your three. Stewart is your four. And Duran is your five. You've got it. Killian uh, is a sixth man. Um, and you got Sasser. And you got Wiseman. Uh, and you got Bagley. There you go. Nine-man rotation. Let her rip. Um, so that's why, though, Doc, it, it goes back to the owner. We've been banging on Monty Williams all year. And really, uh, uh, we, we need to combine the banging here. Um, with Tom Gores. Now let's get let's give you some fantasy spin on this, guys. Uh, well, quick betting thing. Boston's minus 16 and a half tonight. And I'm literally uh it, it's sending me into like psychedelic psychedelic uh flashbacks, doc. Okay. Like I don't know, I can't brain does not compute, okay, because <laughs> I don't know if Tatum and Brown are going to play. I kind of sort of think they're not going to play. Brown is questionable with a low back contusion. Remember, LeBron need him in the back on Christmas Day. And then uh, Jason Tatum, left ankle le left ankle sprain management, okay? when Whenever you see that word management or maintenance, the guy ain't playing, okay? I don't think Tatum's playing tonight. I kind of <laughs> doubt Brown is going to play tonight. So I can't lay 16 and a half, even against crummy Detroit, without Brown and Tatum. I can't do that. So that, stat, that uh, point spread to me right there, that speaks to me to a Tatum and Brown included point spread. So if Tatum and Brown are announced out, do we go down to 11 and a half? So I don't know. Maybe maybe you just grab that bag right now and take the points with the Pistons. Um, who will tie the all-time record for consecutive losses with a loss tonight? Um, but, Doc, I, I really I want to hit you with a quick fantasy spin here. I do believe that this 
is like ironically good news for Cade Cunningham because in watching these games, Doc, the 40 the other night, I think it was against Atlanta. I can't remember. And then uh, the other night he had 41-37 in the second half. I am seeing an eye of the tiger. I am seeing a determination. I am seeing an aggression in Cade Cunningham that is born of this losing streak and wanting to get out of it that he needs to copy and paste to the rest of his career because he's been too resigned to losses. He's been too uncompetitive. He's been too just going through the motions and playing his minutes and getting his stats. He is learning through this doc, I believe, that there is another layer of MFR that I have to get to um, for us to get out of this losing streak and for, you know, and then hopefully he can extrapolate that going forward. Okay. You've got to be an a-hole to win in the NBA. And I don't think Cade fully has understood that. And now that the league is banging on him and crushing him and laughing at him and humiliating him, I think now he's like, and he's like trying to go Hulk smash on this thing. And I like it. Okay. These are the best stat lines that Cade Cunningham has ever put up in the NBA as they try to end this losing streak. So I do think this is ironically, Doc, good news for Cade Cunningham and Cade Cunningham managers, whether it's a redraft or a dynasty league. Uh, yeah, he, he's playing well and he's healthy for once. So you put those two things together and it, it's kind of exciting. He's still not very efficient. Uh, his, his fantasy ranking is not going to blow your socks off, but man, he can score. Uh, he can run the court. He can manage his team. Uh, but I, I'm not really worried about Cade. I'm worried about Osser. All right. Osser Thompson, this month, these are the points he scored in his game, starting with Tuesday. Two, seven, seven, two, seven, eight, ten, twenty, five, five, four. Those are all single-digit, non-fantasy worthy crap. Uh, he's been dropped in almost all the leagues that I play in. He's been picked up again. He's been dropped. He picked up. So far, he's that guy that bounces on and off the waiver wire all year long. He's now, the whimsical mistress. When the when the when the Pistons losing streak started way back on October 30th, he had 15 and 10. Then he went 16 and 7, 16 and 7, 14 and 9, 16 and 7, and then he had about three more games where he was good. And then it all went away right around the time that the in-season tournament started. So I guess my question for you is, are you are you picking him up if he's dropped in your league and you're just a 12-team redraft league? Are you picking him up and sitting on him to wait for the second half breakout? Or And also, this win-now thing, it's too late, dude. You lost 28 in a row. What good Man. is winning 10 games I know. in January and February going to do you? I don't Nothing. see it. Sing it. Nothing. It's it's dumbassery, Doc. It's it's owner meddling at the worst possible degree. Okay, like this is what owner meddling looks like. This is what it, the most dysfunctional team in the NBA looks like. Um, there and so you, you made a bunch of great points right there. Um, I am not holding Osar Thompson in a twelve-team redraft. I'm not. And and here's why. In, in Dynasty, I mean, if you drop Osar Thompson, I'm going to fly to your home and slap you in the face. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. In a redraft, go ahead and send him out to waivers because I, I don't see this changing, Doc. I don't see this changing. This is how they want to operate, okay? It's dumb. It's insane. But this is what they're doing, okay? So we're sane over here. We're reasonable over here. We're trying to actually win the right way. So, no, you can't do business with Osar Thompson right now. Um, what? And, and so I think Jade and Ivy, Doc, with this whole edict 
by Tom Gores uh, to Troy Weaver to make changes and get us better with veterans, right? Jaden Ivey is going to be the trade piece here because I don't think the league is like, oh, God, I got to get myself into some Killian Hayes. No. Um, and Osar Thompson, I think he's too fresh of a draft pick. I think the Pistons are going to want to hang in there with him. Jaden Ivey's been there a couple of years now, and he's at odds with Monty Williams, and I think he's the guy to go. Will that be good news or bad news? I don't know. It depends on where he's traded. But but it's not. It's usually not good, Doc, when you're in this malaise of a minutes crunch with your coach and you're on the trade block. We don't know if you're going to go to a contender and your minutes will drop. We don't know if you're going to go to a bad team and your minutes are going to go up. He is in purgatory right now. Um, our, I would hold him in a redraft. I would. Um, because the stats he's putting up are are, are like, I mean, starting like they're they're better, right? Um, but where are you at with Jaden Ivey? Are you holding on to him in a redraft? Yeah, I like the way his minutes are going. I, f- I feel like he was not getting respect from Monty at the beginning or the ownership or whoever. He wasn't getting the beginning of the season was a disaster for him. But I, I feel like Ivy is at least getting enough minutes that he has the potential to do what we expect him to do. So I'm I'm good with holding it. Ivy I, Thompson. I don't know what to do with. I got him on. I got him on a roster. I picked him up last week. I'm like. Oh, I just got the I just got the kid, and then I looked at his <laughs> game log, and I was like, "Well, good lord, no wonder he was available in my league." Hey, Rick, I'm going to read this this thing real quick, and then we're going to do a viewer question just because I want to watch your head explode. All right, I can't wait. Underdog Fantasy is the number one platform for NBA best ball and DFS player pick'em contests. If you haven't tried Underdog yet, new Underdog users receive a first time deposit. Bonus of up to $100 and a free six-month subscription to RotoWire with promo code RWNBA. That's promo code RWNBA. Visit underdogfantasy.com or download the Underdog app today and use promo code RWNBA to claim your free RotoWire subscription and deposit bonus. Rick, I forgot to say when I was talking about introing our podcast today, I forgot to say it's sponsored by Underdog. I also forgot to say that it's Tuesday. December 28th. So I'll throw that out there. Let me see if I can find this uh, this question because it's, it is awesome. Swag Chad Powers wants to know, Rick, would you accept Andre Drummond and Sadiq Bey for your guy, Tyrese Maxey, in a 10-team points league? No! Why would I do that trade? <laughs> Why? I mean, Drummond is going to give us some uh, some present tense goodies, okay? Vooch is going to miss a period of time here with the groin strain. He ain't out two months. They haven't reported it like that. I saw seven to ten days, okay? Drummond is the hottest guy on the waiver wire right now. There's no question about that. Go get him. Put him in your lineup. He went 24-25 the other night with stocks, okay? I'm a big Andre Drummond guy. I always have been. Um, he is a cuddly teddy bear of a dude. Um, and, and I think a very, very underrated player who would be – Doc, I said this yesterday on NBA radio. I'm willing to die on this hill. I guarantee – I don't do guarantees. We don't usually do that in sports. We're not Joe freaking Namath, okay? But I will here. I guarantee Andre Drummond would average a double-double in 24 minutes with any team in the NBA. Starting, coming off – if you just give him 24 minutes on any of the 30 teams, he's giving you at least 10 and 10. I'm willing to die on that hill. Okay, he's still that good of a player, but the NBA despises rebounds and they are in love with three balls. Okay, and like I always say, 
you dummies. A rebound equals a possession, as in you have the rock. What's more important than that? Okay. So reeling it back in here um, to this, uh, uh, to the, no. Okay. Doc, please tell uh, uh, Swag Chad Powers. Chad, thank you so much for being a part of the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you all by Underdog Fantasy. Um, please tell him that you need to get the best player in the trade, not the two guys. In it. You, you always should be looking to get the best guy in the trade. This is the this is the tra- type of trade that will send your league into a frenzy, right? Like people will be angry, people will throw stuff. It 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 feels like, and I'm not saying that that Chad Powers is is a rookie or or a new new fantasy player, or whatever. But that's the kind of deal that a savvy veteran offers to somebody they think may not be fully know fully what's going on because. Like you said, Andre Drummond is the hottest pickup in fantasy right now. He's going to be good for 10 days. He's already had his game of the year. He's not going to put those numbers up again. That's done. The next one's going to be 12 and 9 or something like that. Uh, Sadiq Bay just welcomed back Jalen Johnson. So now you got Johnson, Bay, and DeAndre Hunter, who's, who's out right now, which is also a problem when he comes back. So you're getting a, a 40-year-old center uh, that had the game of his life the other day, only thing he's done this year, and you're getting Sadiq Bey, who's a three-headed monster for the Hawks at forward, and you're giving up Tyrese Maxey, like baby MVP, uh, who just went 0 for 9 and didn't score in the first half in front of a nationwide Christmas Day audience. Shot 4 of 22 for that game. Like, it's the ultimate... Buy low, sell high scenario on both ends. I don't think you want any part of it. How old do you think Andre Drummond is? What did I just say? 40? I'm going to go. I think you said 50, and I I won't stand (laughs) for it. How old do you think Andre Drummond actually is? I'm going to go with 30, 34 years old. Wow. 30. See? Do you see? This is the perception. I bet you these. Shock callers that think they got it all figured out around the NBA doctor looking at him the same way. Oh, he's 34. All he gets is rebounds. I can't do business with that. I've got some young hotshot, might never will be, who can bang a couple of threes. And so I got to develop him. Again, I got a million rants on the NBA and a million love points for the NBA as well. Uh, but it is Doc, it is Cam. Um, hey, go ahead, dude. One, one other thing. Andre Drummond may not be done with his best game of the year because – they host the Indiana Pacers tonight, and they don't play defense. So maybe Drummond has another monster game. I don't know. Are you are you rolling? Uh, are you rolling Drummond in in a uh, underdog? Are you rolling him in Fanduel? What are you doing? Tonight? I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'll, I'll give you my underdog fantasy lineup right now since you brought it up. Let's get into this. Um, I, I'll, I'll let you know here. Okay, uh, I do a lot of scientific deep dives. I I I, I have fun with underdog fantasy. I don't. I because I mean. Like, Doc, you and I watch all the games. We we consume all of these box scores. Like, it's all in our brain. It's all in our computer, right? Somewhere, somehow. Um, and, and it gets a little cloudy at times because I've been to a bunch of concerts. And so that, you know, so that happens. But um, I kind of vibe out the underdog fantasy. And I say to myself, I look at the schedule and I go, who's popping tonight? Who is, who is getting walk-off interviews tonight at the end of games? Okay. Who are going to be those guys? And, and so I'm not... And obviously, you look at 
okay, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, with Houston, right? They've got some injuries. Guys are out. Guys could pop and that kind of thing. Um, but here's the thing: the odds makers are on to the statistical increase these guys are going to have. They don't leave the prop at at the guy's average. They will bump it up a little bit um, to accommodate for you know the guy being out. Anyway, uh, John Morant under Doc. I'm going under on John Morant tonight. Um, the Grizzlies are at the Denver Nuggets tonight. And I get it, Aaron Gordon is out. We wish him well. He has uh, uh, face and hand lacerations from uh, apparently uh, a dog attack. Um, so we went 21 stitches, it was reported. Um, the John Morant, they're 4-0. John Morant's stats are unreal. He's got a walk-off buzzer beater. He's got five points in OT to beat New Orleans. He has beaten Trey Young. He has beaten Halliburton, okay? He is rolling right now. And he's due for class, a regression to the mean. This is at Denver, at altitude, against a phenomenal basketball team. And he's going to have KCP on him a lot, okay? And he's obviously a blanket. I'm going under on Josh PRA tonight, Doc. I am. It's at 40.5. I just feel like, I mean, love him. I love the story. Can't wait to watch the game tonight. I just feel like tonight's going to be that bring him back to earth game. Um, I've got Jamal Murray. Uh, popping over 23 and a half. Again, no Aaron Gordon. He is going to be fired up, okay, with Ja Morant in his house. No, 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 no. Uh, Jamal, this is going to be one of those, like, I believe Jamal Murray believes that he can flip the switch, Doc. He did it in the playoffs last year. He has these games where he's kind of in cruise control, right, and deferring, and he's got all these other great players. Tonight's not going to be that night. He's going to be throttled down tonight. I got DeMar DeRozan, uh, you mentioned the defenseless Pacers, Doc. I got him over 27, and I'm I'm salty at DraftKings and all of these odds makers for this line right here. Give me a break. 27 for DeRozan? I looked at his last five games, like 25, 24, 21, 21, 22. There are not numbers to support a 27-point prop bet, okay? And then you have Indiana's defense. You have the fact that the Bulls are rolling. And you have the fact that I'm just kind of feeling a 30-plus pop game from DeMar DeRozan. Call me crazy. I'm going for it. And then finally, Doc, uh, the, the last leg of my four-guy parlay here is Jokic, um, over 26 and a half. So I'm big on this Memphis-Denver game. Um, uh, Denver, you know, Jokic played like crap the other day when he got gifted a lot of those free throws in that Warrior game on Christmas, right? He played like crap in that game. He would tell you, I suck today, okay? And somehow they won. I think Jokic is going to be dropping that ball in the hole tonight. He's got Biombo and, uh, and Xavier Tillman, and these scrubs are going to be trying to guard him. And so that's my four-pack on underdog fantasy, dude. Uh, I like it. I, I'm I'm not betting anything against Ja Morant right now. I, I the, the 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 beast has been unleashed, and he he is taking no prisoners. He is going all in at all times. He doesn't care if it's Denver. He doesn't care if it's Boston. He doesn't care if it's Atlanta. He does not care who it is. He's going to go out there. His teammates are going to stand there and watch him ball. And I, I think it's a gutsy, bold move by you to go under. If this, if that hits, uh, you deserve some props, bro. Um. All right, Doc. So uh, one last thing. I appreciate that. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see if I win, right? But um, lastly here, before we go to the streets and talk with the people, um, we have an injury situation times two with Houston. Uh, Dylan Brooks has an oblique, and we know how obliques go, right? They usually take quite a while to rehab from, and uh, we wish Dylan Brooks well with that. Jabari Smith Jr. Uh, ganked an ankle last night, and we don't know how long he's going to miss. He's a young, wiry dude. Hopefully not long. 
Um, Jay Sean Tate got the start last night for Brooks, not Tari Eason. But Tari Eason was very questionable for the game with the back-to-back. He's got a lower leg thing that they're managing a little bit. And so uh, and so we've, we've been on the um, the Tari Eason love fest already here. Uh, the OGs on the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Um, Eason replaced Smith uh, in the game last night. Um, and you know, obviously he would, would have played anyway, but, uh, 25 minutes, six points, three uh, rebounds, two assists, obviously just crud there, uh, five steals and did hit a three. Um, that was an off night for Tari offensively. He's usually more involved, taking more shots. Uh, it just kind of ebbs and flows that way. Amen got 17 minutes, um, in this non Brooks and half of Jabari games. That's not good news. And he had a pukey line and then, uh, Cam Whitmore popped for 12 points in 18 minutes. Um, and so that's the setup here, Doc. What what are you looking at uh, to exploit and capitalize and benefit from? Are you looking more at Eason, more you know Jalen Green, um, who Udoka basically is going to have to play now, uh, or Cam Whitmore, who they just brought up uh, from the G League and he played well last night. I'm still waiting for Tori Eason to blow back up. Um, he was he was on fire. He got hurt. He came back. He has not been the same guy since he's been back, but. Dylan Brooks not being there is a big deal. And I, I think that screams Tari Eason to me. And the kind of nice thing about him not really blowing up lately is he's probably available in a lot of leagues. And, um, you know, it, it's it's coming. You know, Wednesday night, five steals. He only had six points, but he had five steals. Uh, only had three re- rebounds, two assists. Played 25 minutes. But um, as long as he's getting 25, between 25 and 30, I, I think the numbers are coming. He had 16 and 8 the game before that. So uh, he's on his way back. All right, Doc. Uh, so let's go to the streets here. Uh, Aditya Maluk, uh, we appreciate you coming back with us, uh, Aditya. Um, uh, Aditya, I should say. Uh, he said, hey, what's up, Doc? Uh, he says, the OGs, hope your holidays are great. You too, uh, Aditya. We hope you uh, your holidays were great. He says, <clears throat> pardon me. I want to trade to get Luca. Well, good luck. Um, and he says, uh, Double D, uh, DeMar DeRozan, and TD count in my 15-cat uh, league. Who's TD? Why, why am I blanking on Tim, Tim, That's Tim Duncan to me. Who's TD? What, 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 <laughs> who are these kids talking about now in the uh, TD form? Um, he I, said, I, for my Harden and Cam Thomas, is that a fair offer? Um, Aditya, I'm just having a hard time processing the players in this trade. Hey, I don't know who's going where and and for what. Yeah, I, um, I looked at that one. Let, let's do this one, Rick. I, that one that's too much. Our, our brains, dude. It's it's not even noon yet. We cannot we cannot function uh, until it gets dark. How many hours outside. of sleep? Uh, how many hours of sleep are you on? Oh, I have no idea. I have no idea. Is it is it less than six? Uh, it's probably right around five or six. I'd say somewhere uh-huh. in there. All right, yeah, uh, yeah. go ahead, go ahead. Let's go with this. Point blank, Mish. Uh, when are we expecting player shutdowns, especially on teams in the bottom of the rankings, Rick? Like, well, you, you've been doing this a long time. You know that shutdowns are coming for certain guys. What, what time frame are you thinking? Is it all-star break? Is it after the all-star break? Is it March 25th? Like, what, what's the date? What's the magic number? So you've got uh, you got the trade deadline, you've got NBA All Star, you've got the buyout market. That's when it hits, and when that hits is around March. Um, and and some teams 
will wait a little longer. Some teams will get a head start on it. Uh, you know, what I've noticed, guys, is Detroit is not an empty-the-bench tank team. They're tanking because they suck. Um, so I'm not worried about Cade and, and you know, whoever else is there. You know, they're going to make trades and all this kind of stuff. Uh, but they play their guys. They are trying to win, all right? That's not a concern for me. Utah is a blinking light concern for the shutdown, okay? I promise you they will shut down their guys. They did it last year. They suck again this year. I know they're on a little three-game heater here. Um, you know, they're alive for the play-in tournament, two and a half back right now. But come on, um, I, I, they suck. And and the shutdown is coming. Um, I do the do the Spurs need to shut anybody down? No, they don't. They're four and twenty-five playing their guys. They don't need to shut down their guys. But it's Popovich, so maybe I am worried about uh, the. Uh, I, I'm worried about all of them, okay? Because they're they, uh, Pop. By the way, I, I love him, but he's done a horrible job coaching this team this year, in my opinion, a horrible job. Um, I, I think he's just, he's running a daycare right now and, and, and I don't like it. Okay. Um, we're not isolating Wemby uh, enough, you know, the Vassell off the bench thing. Like, what are we doing here, man? I, I feel like he's just like, all right, another L let's move on to the next. Um, Portland, uh, doc, big time shutdown candidates, Deandre Ayton and Jeremy Grant. Okay. Buckle up for the shutdown. I believe it's coming. They've shut their guys down the last two years. They super suck now. And I think it's happening again. Um, so San Antonio, Portland, and Utah, you got to look at guys on those teams as shutdown candidates. And then we go to the East. Um, and doc, I have good news. There is one team that is going to have dude shut down one. Okay. Cause I don't, Charlotte sucks and, and Clifford's going to play his guys. I, I don't see them shelving ball and, uh, bridges and all these guys, the Washington wizards, uh, they shut dudes down last year and they're going to shut dudes down this year. Okay. I don't think that Kuzma, or Tyus Jones or Jordan Poole are going to finish out this year. Um, and so it happens around the beginning of March. It could be the second week of March. It could be the third week of March. It could be the last week of March, heading into like that final little week and a half, you know, that first little uh, portion of April. Um, but that's the shutdown zone. You're basically good through February. And then once we hit March in that calendar and we all start talking about tournament basketball, um, that's when they, they shut dudes down. All right. Henry Daly wants to know, John Morant or Donovan Mitchell, eight cat. I know you're mad at Donovan right now. Uh, I'm salty. I'm a little sad too. Like my my son is like, where's Donovan Mitchell, dude? I'm gonna go jaw. I, I just I'm I'm out. I, I'm just I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> you're going jaw and I'm out. I, I mean the numbers are phenomenal, but and I know Don is big with the threes and the steals. And in theory, I mean I I just was pissed. Okay, like first of all, I tried to DVR the Cavalier and Maverick game last night, and for some reason it just didn't DVR. I think it's because Maybe my wife had a reality show here, and I and it just it didn't take. And it said that it took. I went and checked it on the guide. It had the little circle that says recording. I'm like, okay, cool. I can watch Mads and Cats. And it didn't record, okay? And so this morning, I I, I see, uh, I'm looking through Twitter, and I see Donovan Mitchell video bombs Jared Allen and Karis LeVert after the win and throwing water on him. And I'm like, play! You're ill? He's ill. But on the road with his team, laughing, jumping around the arena, and throwing water on the guys that actually played. What are we doing here? Uh, what are we doing here? I've got a, I've I'm got a rant is the answer, Doc. I've got a similar situation on my hands, Rick. My wife has decided that it's time to start watching the real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And so she's streaming. Uh, wait a minute. From the she, beginning? 
Yeah, from the beginning. She's, She's streaming this crap 24-7. And I'm I sit laying in the bed and I'm like, ooh, do you think I turn the no, she's streaming. If I change the channel, if I go to direct TV from her streaming or whatever, it messes everything up. You gotta get different remotes out. It's yeah, all jacked yeah. up. So I'm like, I'm like, dude, what season are you in? She's like, one. I'm like, how many seasons are there? Twelve. What? I can't do this till March, April. Uh okay. God, it's it's glamorous women screaming at each other. Uh, and getting really, really drunk, and uh, let's see what else. Uh, yeah, storing a drama that's really not even there. Um, try look like I could literally go on Andy Cohen's show. I watch so much Bravo uh, through the lens of my wife. Right, yeah, I would not put any of this on ever, but I like hanging out with my wife. She's awesome. Uh, she's my soulmate, and so that's Hello, what he's on one wall is so that she can watch what she's got. I got my games, and so yes, I process a lot, way more Bravo than I want to. A I lot of a lot of below deck, right? A lot of below deck. Yeah, uh, let's see, yeah. it's Miami, it's uh, Beverly Hills, it's uh, what what, and then I think there's one more that she watches. Uh, but anyway, I mean, uh, and we've been on this Bible show. Have you seen this Netflix series, The Bible? No. Oh, it's amazing. We, 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 just finished it. we just finished it last night. Absolutely right. amazing. Uh, Guilford wants to know, is OG Ananobi your guy? He had zero steals, zero blocks last night, I noticed. He had a good points, though. He had a good game, but he did not have a steal or a block. I know. OG, I, I blamed, I, I, go ahead, Doc. I'm sorry. Is OG Ananobi a by-low target? No. No, he's not. Um, I, I believe that that we have a, a Nick Nurse, Darko Ryakovic uh, transition problem here, Doc. Um, I mean, what what is Nick Nurse? Defense, 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 um, dot, 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 defense, 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 right? That's all he cares about. I, I'm being embellished with that. I mean, obviously he cares about both ends, but we know where he hangs his hat, defense, okay? And OG's a great defensive player. You got a new coach in there, okay? And the team is very, very mediocre, and they're wondering about who's going to get traded. And so I don't think OG is fully invested. I don't think that OG is is wound tightly enough in the Darko Rakovic system, which obviously is not holding him accountability to a better defensive effort. Otherwise, we'd be getting it. Um, like we talked about, I made a trade for OG, um, and I didn't give up. I gave up Clarkson, THT, and a third, okay? Big deal. Um, I'd rather have OG for the rest than Clarkson for the rest. OG's 26, Clarkson's 31. And THT, obviously, is what he is, the waiver wire guy. So I don't, I still don't regret the trade, but I'm not getting the bang for the buck. No, he is not a buy low guy for me. Is Draymond Green, what a, what a crazy question this is from Q Sox. Is uh, Draymond Green worth a pickup in a points league? No. Um, I don't think he's worth having in a points league, even. On draft day, probably. What, do you want the triple single in your lineup in a points league? I mean, What's wrong with you, bro? what a great, what a great call, by the way. Triple single. It's the best. Charles Barkley, by the way. We got I mean, that right that now. is possibly his best ever. It's it's the best one liner. <laughs> <laughs> your triple single. <laughs> the triple single. <laughs> oh it's so good. God. It really is. Yeah. Here's the thing with Draymond, Doc. I believe that when he comes off suspension. Now, this is me running their team. We know that Steve Kerr has this affinity in this, this enabling way with Draymond Green. And the enabling continues, by the way, with that Woj report that the, the suspension is probably going to end up being 11 to 13 games. What an absolute joke. Uh, this is a hookup. This is a vacation for Draymond Green. He's out here violently attacking dudes, and we're setting up to Bora Bora on freaking vacation. What are we doing here, man? 
Um, I believe Kaminga is going to stay in the starting five above him. Um, Doc, the Warriors are finally playing good ball. No Draymond. Is it a coincidence? I don't know. Doc, he's not he's not making plays on the defensive end. Oh, defense, defense, defense. All he does is dribble handoff to Clay and Steph coming off screens. That's all he does. That Poge right now is doing a better job of Draymond than Draymond on both ends. Yeah, you're right. Is Poge a better defensive player right now than Draymond Green? I think so. There's no question. So that's where I'm at. Dray- Draymond Green is on waivers, and he can freaking stay there, man. I'm done. I'm done <laughs> with the Draymond thing, dude. I've been I've been a supporter, a nurturer, one of the first on planet Earth to beat the drum of Draymond Green's going to the Hall of Fame. When I started that, Doc, people are like, um, Cam, he's got like 5,000 points. You're crazy. And I say, have you heard of Satch Sanders? Argument over. Shut it down. Boo. Satch Sanders, come on. If he's in the hall, Draymond's in the hall. And by the way, if Satch Sanders is in the hall, Robert Ori needs to be in the hall, Doc. We got random takes all day long. Uh, we do. I, I, uh, you know what? I, I think we're, I think we're going to wrap this up, Rick. We're about 55 <laughs> minutes. I think that's our power. Have out. we taken care of the people, Doc? That's I the question. I feel like we have. We've answered questions. We've, uh, talked about fantasy hoops. We've talked about Beverly Hills housewives. We've talked yes. about below deck. We've talked about Andy Cohen. You're, Dude, you're I, feel golf, like, I, I feel like, I feel like your new golf game. Yeah. I live in Andy Cohen's, uh, living room just like you do yeah, and, yeah. and i usually have to get up and leave because i i can't i just can't it's it's too much really but uh all right like and subscribe hit those buttons because that will help keep us on the air if you want to try rotowire premium for free it's rotowire.com slash try i know that when i when i look at rotowire on my phone i'm not like logged in so it doesn't know who i am and it lets me read like the first two paragraphs of my column. And then it cuts me off. It's like, if you want to read more, you got to give me some money. But, you know, I also, Bob Nastanovich and, and Brian and the guys that I've had on, they've all subscribed to Rotowire and they love it. I love it. It's There's so much information there. Like like the, the, the schedule grid and the rankings and the dynasty rankings. And it's all there. The, the same, uh, the... Uh, I can't think of the word. The uh, algorithm that the ranking system uses is, is badass. So go check it out. Thanks for coming. I'll be back on Tuesday. Rick and I will be back here again on Thursday. Hopefully by then the holidays will be behind us and we'll know what day it is because right now, honestly, could be a Sunday for all I know. I have no idea. <laughs> Guys, thanks for joining us, man. Peace out from your boys, the OGs on the Road to Wire Fantasy Basketball Podcast. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. 
Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com